Welcome to Invitations to Play, Learn, Grow, the podcast. I am your creative solutions creator and professional mess maker. I want to welcome you back to another fun episode of the podcast. This week we are going to dive into loose parts and gingerbread villages as well as Candyland and bringing Candyland the game to life. Winter has arrived and I was excited to get a little bit of snow which if you've been listening for a while you know makes me very happy. I enjoy the snow very much. And seeing the snow and the Christmas lights shine through the snow got me thinking about these two topics, Candyland and gingerbread villages. And the holidays have fast approached, and I want to encourage you to build your own gingerbread village or Candyland village. You can do this one of two ways. You can go the artistic way and use art supplies, or you can go the edible way and bake the different components of your village and make an edible version. And so that's where we're going to start. I want to encourage you to get the kids excited about coming up with the concept for their village first. Get them to sit down and plan out what's going to be a part of their village. What supplies do they need to create their village? Who's going to be a part of their village? What kinds of buildings are they going to have in their village? What kinds of places are they going to have in their village? And as they come up with these ideas, I want you to encourage them to think through how they can create these spaces. And here's an example. If you or the kids wanted to create a pond in your village, how would you do that? The answer to that question is you would use sugar. And sugar can be used to create water. It can be used to create ice. And it can be used to create windows in your village. And the kids will be fascinated by this process. And it's great science exploration. So you can talk to the kids about how sugar can go from a solid to a liquid back to a solid and look totally different throughout the entire process. And you're going to want to talk to them about what color windows they would want in their different buildings 
and what color they would want the water to be for their pond and walk them through the process. And obviously, because you're using hot liquid sugar, you're going to want to, as the adult, be in control of the majority of the actual cooking. But depending on their age, they can observe the process and then they can add in the other elements. But allow them to draw out the plans for their village so they know what they want to add, where it wants to go, and what materials they need to create each piece. And what you'll notice is kids will enjoy each step of the process because they get to engage their creativity at each stage. What you'll also notice is that they learn science and math as they are creating their village. So, you can take a different approach by using art supplies if baking is not your cup of tea. So again, you're going to want to get the kids to lay out what aspects their village is going to contain and how they're going to go about creating those elements. So are they going to have candy canes as trees in their village. How are they going to create their candy canes? Are they going to use real candy canes if you're doing a edible version? Are they going to use pipe cleaners twisted together to make candy canes if you're doing a artistic version? Are you going to have marshmallow people as snowmen maybe or just as the people who live in your village are you gonna have a a marshmallow marsh say that three times fast if you do an edible version what different forms can the marshmallows take as a scientific exploration and how can you use marshmallow to create different things in your village What art supplies can you use to emulate marshmallow if you're not using edible items? A hint here, you can mix cornstarch, glue, and a little bit of flour, and it turns into a puffy paint-like substance. You can also use shaving cream and flour to, in fact, I think it was shaving cream, flour, and cornstarch that I used years ago to make a snow cloud-like Play-Doh. And you can make 
snowballs with that. You can make snowmen with that. You can create marshmallows with that. You can do all kinds of fun things. The idea is to engage kids' creativity and learning as you build this village or a Candyland village experience. So with the Candyland village experience, you're going to tell stories. You're going to maybe get out the game and look at it and look at the different components and what things are made of. Um, off the top of my head, I'm thinking of the chocolate and the gumdrops and the peppermint. And there was many, many others that I'm not thinking of off the top of my head. But you can use art supplies to emulate these things. So... I want to encourage you to have fun every step of the way with creating these villages and these experiences. Um, the kids will have a great deal of fun learning how materials go together and stick together and work together to create structures, which, as I have said before, construction is a great learning opportunity for kids to build skills and explore materials and how they work together. And essentially, whether you go with the Candyland or the Gingerbread Village, you are engaging in construction experiences at the same time as you are playing with candy and art supplies. Now, I am going to challenge you to allow the kids to bring these experiences to life. What does this mean? What does this look like? This is where I regularly talk about pretend play. Let the kids use cardboard boxes, life-size building blocks, sheets, the underside of a table, whatever creative materials you have to create a life-size version of a gingerbread village or a scene from Candyland. This will offer them endless opportunities to engage and pretend play which is how kids explore roles, build communication, build social skills, engage creativity and 
use their critical thinking to learn about the world around them, even if it is a make-believe world. Letting kids create these spaces, you can do this indoors in a playroom, or you can do it out in the backyard, or you could do it in any open space that you have available. You could even do it in their bedroom and turn their bedroom into a space from Candyland or as a part of their gingerbread village. And that could be a fun way to decorate your home for not only the holidays, but for the entire winter season. This year is like no other still. And what fun would that be to decorate your home as one of the fun lands in the Candyland game. So perhaps you have a basement or a family room and you let the kids create art project suckers and gumdrops and candy canes and put them up on the walls or attach them to the Christmas tree or stick them to the windows for passers-by or neighbors to see. I don't know if that's a thing where you're listening to this from, but where I live, that is something that people did throughout the summer. They put rainbows in their windows. Some people used window clings. Some, some people painted their windows. Some people put handprints painted. People got really creative. You could do this with holiday decorations. You could even get the kids outside and you could come up with weatherproof materials and build. Let the kids decorate the outside of your home inspired by Candyland or uh, a gingerbread village. Let them create life-size decorations that are weatherproof and decorate the outside of your home. You could do this as a way to safely engage with friends and neighbors. If everyone participated, how much fun would that be? To get everyone to take an aspect of a gingerbread village so everyone's home would be one place in the village. So someone could do a church, someone could do a school, someone could do an office building, an apartment, and put a Candyland spin on it. So a pepper, peppermint apartment, a marshmallow ranch home, I don't know. You could come up with all kinds of fun, creative ideas and decorate 
your homes and then you could gather with people in your own cars and drive through the village aka your neighborhood admiring each family's creative work that would be a whole lot of fun you can do all kinds of fun creative thing things i I don't know if you can tell, but I'm really excited by this idea. I like the idea of decorating your home as a gingerbread or candy land scape. You can do this indoors by creating your own gingerbread house or your mini gingerbread village. And what inspired this was, I'm sure you've seen the little decorated Christmas villages that are usually all hand painted. That's kind of what I'm thinking. So a little mini village, maybe four or five houses, and you add different things. For, you know, the snow, if you wanted to add snow to your gingerbread village, you could use cotton candy. That will be a very tempting, easy little treat to sneak little bites of. I'm not going to tell you how I know that. I just do. Um... So, I will encourage you to be creative and have some holiday fun this year. One of the other things I wanted to tell you about was building a wreath or a holiday tree. Now, again, you can do this for real. You can do this with art supplies. And basically what I did is I created a game with this. And I am going to encourage you to head on over to the creativecampusonline.com and check out the first episode of our live lessons that I'm doing each and every week. It's a free experience you go to our website and you can join me in a live chat where I demonstrate all kinds of fun activities. And for the month of December, we're doing holiday theme activities. Gingerbread Village and Candyland inspired activities. And I demonstrated ways that you could incorporate building a wreath or building a tree. And you can use all kinds of loose parts. You could go on a scavenger hunt and collect green things that could be used to create a wreath. So perhaps you go on a walk around your neighborhood and you find plants that are green that could be tied together to create a wreath. You could do the same thing with a Christmas tree. And I also showed how you can use loose parts, whether they be beads or foam pieces or tears of paper, and you can create a wreath or a holiday tree 
engaging listening skills by instructing kids to take X amount of pieces and place them in specific spots. So you'll have to head over and check out the video for today's lesson to get the details on that. But I think you will have a lot of fun with it. I did one years ago where the kids created wreaths and trees by painting their hands and stamping their hands in the shape of a wreath or the shape of a tree. You can also use pasta to do that as well. And I actually, again, got into the details of how you do that in this week's live lesson. Now, this last one is a activity that I wanted to share with you here, but I also did it in our live lesson and showed you how to do it. And I called it Lights Listening Math. And it goes like this. You instruct the kids to find the fill-in-the-blank light, put it, giving them a direction, and then Ask them to add together the amount of pieces they used to carry out the instruction. So an example. Find the blue light. Put it in the center of your workspace. Find three red lights. Put one above the blue light, one below the blue light, one to the right of the blue light and one to the left. How many lights have you used? And then you get them to answer the question. And I gave some fun variations to this activity in today's live lesson. I am going to encourage you to head over there and check it out because I think you will really enjoy it. What I will tell you is that I encouraged you to create a string of lights that can be used as a keepsake. So again, head on over to the creativecampusonline.com and check out today's lesson. You'll find the video for the live lesson in the free offer that is listed on the site. I refer to it as weekly live lessons. So that is what I have for you this week. I hope you are inspired by these ideas. I hope they put you in the holiday spirit. And I include winter in the holiday spirit because as we get deeper and deeper into winter and get less and less sunlight, it becomes harder and harder to enjoy the day-to-day experiences that we may find ourselves involved in. And these activities that I share in each of these episodes, I hope will make that a little bit easier. So thank you for joining me this week. I hope you'll come back next time when I will have more fun holiday learning and skill building experiences to share with you. Don't forget, 
I am offering all kinds of live experiences and those have already gotten underway. You can find my invitation themes. You can find my weekly live lessons. You can find my tutoring services all at the creativecampusonline.com. I hope you will head over there and participate in the experiences I have there because I look forward to getting to know in a virtual face-to-face way the people who actually listen to this podcast. I love putting a face to people and to listens and to experiences. So I would love to get to know you guys and who you really are and how I can help you best in a virtually live experience. So I hope you will check that out. I hope you have had a wonderful week and I will talk to you next time.